Well, hey, good morning from out on Bittersweet Farm. And it's time again for stories from Bittersweet Farm. So out on Bittersweet Farm, in the summer, we have a little tradition that we, oh, uh, once or twice or maybe three times a week, we will be, it'll be after dinner, sometime before sunset, and we'll be puttering in the garden, weeding the flowers, listening to the birds, chatting on the porch, and somebody will say, let's go to Horton for ice cream. And we'll jump in the car, drive over to Horton. I don't know if it's like three and a half, four miles away, out to the southwest of where we live. And, uh, and we're always kind of, we anticipate what will the flavor of the day be? Flavor of the week, there'll be two flavors on the sign. It'll be something wonderful like toasted coconut or peanut butter and jelly or, or uh, lime and lemon or some crazy thing like that. And then there'll be a line, you gotta wait in line. There's a line up outside, there's a line for the drive-in. Uh, but the, the ladies usually get a tweaker. I, I don't think it's worth driving over there for a tweaker. A tweaker is a size of ice cream cone that's smaller than baby, if you can imagine. What is the point of that? And then I get something meaningful, usually with fruit in it, just to be really healthy. Uh, one night we were over in Horton and we noticed a field of wildflowers, beautiful purple wildflowers. So the next night, Lois tells Hope, get dressed, get dressed. I want to take pictures of you in the field of beautiful purple wildflowers. So Hope accommodates her because that's going to make cool Instagram photos. And we drive over and we go to Horton and we, we pull the car off to the side of the road. This is way out in the country. We're a small little teeny weeny village, very, very little traffic guy. I pull the car off the side of the road and Hope wades down into a field of purple wildflowers. Lois stays up on the, the, the edge of the road and shoots the pictures down into the field. And But while we're there, we're there about 20 minutes, and while we're there, two people uh, pass. Uh, the Two people. the And both of them, I mean, it's small town America, both of them chat us up. The first guy rolls to a stop, rolls his window down and says... Uh, warmly oh those are going to make beautiful pictures and we smile and say thank you and then he sits for a while and watches and, and drives away and, and uh, about 10 or 15 minutes later another lady comes around the corner and this is <clears throat> this is maybe uh, 50 yards from the stop sign back on the corner so it's not like anybody has any speed up or anything she comes around the corner, rolls her window down, and she says, you need to get out of the road. You're going to get killed. You need to move out of the road, she says, like she's Barney Fife herself. Bar Barnes Fife. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, we'll be done here in a minute. You're going to get yourself killed. She says it mutters as she drives away, and there you have it. About a year later, we're talking about this, and Hope says, Interestingly enough, she's kind of ear for swear, really. And she says, isn't that interesting? Two people saw the same thing and had completely different reactions. One man said, those are going to make beautiful photos. And the other lady said, you're going to get killed if you don't get out of the road. I, I might get hit by a car on the side of the road someday. I, I really hope not. 
but I'd so want to be the first guy and not the second girl. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, that's what I think, and that's my story for my bittersweet farm today, where every day is a beautiful day, and a little light in the kitchen is always on. Well, hey, good morning, and welcome to Stories from Bittersweet Farm. Time again for another true story from out on Bittersweet Farm. I want to get too heavy, but have you ever gotten into a relational, you hit a kind of relational knot in the wood? Well, that's a happy little euphemism for something that's often very painful when you are having a relational breakdown with somebody that you love. And, and this, years ago, Lois and I were in a situation like that. Children were mostly all at home. And and we were, we were just really, I guess there's just no, there's, there's, to put it real truthfully would be too painful. So let's just say we were, we were stuck. We were, we had a knot in the wood. We were having a relational tension and, and it was heavy and hard and painful and it wouldn't go away. And it was sort of, the whole family was sort of in on it. So it was, wasn't good. And I didn't know what to do. The conversation really wasn't going well. And uh, we all felt that a very dark cloud had drifted over our family. And after uh, an hour of conversation that was really not productive, painful and harmful, I said, "Let's. why don't we pray? And everyone kind of stared sullenly at one another and then we muttered half-hearted, shallow prayers and it really didn't seem to be any help at all but just more of an extension of, a, of the, the cold relational pain little hope was was maybe three or four at the time and um, probably four and just a little tiny thing and I said hope would you pray and what happened next Los and I we've talked about it for years and we agree it was only the Lord, uh, hope, began to pray. I wish I had a recording or a video of her prayer. I couldn't reproduce it, but she began to just pour her little heart out to God and call out to God for unity, for, for understanding, for warmth, for help. And when she was done, the ice had melted immediately and, and, and warmth and forgiveness uh, had poured back into our, our living room and all was well. It was prayer, unusual prayer of, of a little girl. That little girl is gonna get married here a, a little less than a month from today out right out here on bittersweet farm in the north meadow under a tent and then we're all going to have a dance under the lights up on the 
up on the driveway, <laughs> the teardrop driveway. But I, she, she and Tim are going to get in her Jeep and they're going to drive away to their new place. And, uh, and we will, Lois and I will walk back in the house and we'll lie in bed and in each other's arms and we'll remember things like the time that little Hopi's prayer brought the whole family back together. Can I just suggest the obvious to you today? And that is, if you're having trouble, just have everybody pray. Maybe you'll have a breakthrough. That's my story from Mount on Bittersweet Farm, where every day is a beautiful day. And a little light in the kitchen is always on.